This podcast is produced by Unedited. Hello and welcome to episode 187 of In The Moment With Me, Alex Manzi. I am a life coach and I have previously battled with depression and anxiety and I am here to help inspire you to find more clarity and happiness in your life. And this podcast exists to help you with your mental, physical, emotional and spiritual growth. And on this week's In Focus session, we will be discussing how to improve your sleep. But before we jump in, I am super excited to say that my book, The Search for Clarity, is out now. And this book shares my experiences and biggest learnings of going through living in a negative mind space to now living from a place of clarity and happiness and the tips and my stories and experiences of how you can do the same too. So to get hold of a copy or for more information, simply head to thedreamersdisease.co.uk forward slash clarity. Or if you're a Kindle reader, you can simply get a version via the Amazon store. So this week, I wanted to take some time to talk to you about sleep because sleep is really important. And I mean, the first thing we really have to understand when it comes to sleep is that it is one of the biggest health factors for us, full stop, end of, that's it. It's one of the biggest health factors, um, getting enough sleep to really improve our day-to-day experience of living. And that's because sleep is an important part of the way that our body works, right? When you sleep, like we don't really fully understand the amount of rest and recovery and processing that both our body and our mind are doing while we're sleeping. So it's really important, and I've learned this very recently, how important it is to make sure that you're getting enough sleep. Because, you know, we've kind of grown up in this culture where it's like hustle, 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 work hard, work hard, work hard, you know, don't get sleep because you can use that time being productive and focusing on your dreams and working on your side hustle and all of this sort of stuff. And while, yes, I kind of understand the sentiment and the message behind that but actually if you're not getting enough sleep it's a massive hindrance for you because you're not going to be as focused you're not going to be as energized you're not going to be as well physically and mentally as you can be so it's really important to actually understand what it means to get enough sleep and I was recently having a conversation with a coaching client of mine who who said that he's been struggling with his sleep because he finds that when he gets into bed at the end of the day, his mind becomes very active. And this is something that, you know, I'm very fortunate that I haven't really had that going on in my life at all. I've always been quite a good sleeper in terms of I can generally get into bed and fall asleep pretty much straight away. And that's for many reasons. One of them being that when I was depressed, sleep became a kind of um, escape for me from the kind of the heavy thinking, the feeling crap about life and hating myself, sleep became an escape for me. So I think that's one of the reasons why I've always been very good at just sleeping in general, um, which sounds a bit mad, but I do understand that a lot of people have struggled with with getting to sleep in the first place. So I thought I'd take some time on, on this in focus session to kind of break down four r- real kind of key things that are, that are important for me in terms of how I improved my sleep. Although, like I said, I have been a good sleeper. There are many things that I was still not doing right and was still having a massive effect on my general health. And, and you know, that's physical and mental health and, you know, even emotional health. And I wanted to break down kind of the key four things for me that have been really good and share those with you guys. So first of all, understanding how much sleep you actually need. And we all know that everyone says you need seven to eight hours sleep, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And people say that for a reason, because our body needs that seven to eight hours of sleep every day in order for us to, like I said, process, to heal, to recover, to rest. So many things that happen when we're sleeping that we don't understand. And 
that seven to eight hours is, is a really key window. You can look into any research anywhere in the world and that figure is always there because that's the amount we need. If you're getting six, it's not enough. If you're getting five, it's not enough. You know, it needs to be a minimum of seven to eight hours for a reason. And that's not to say that, you know, and I do get my seven to eight hours of sleep in one chunk in the evening. However, there is um, some evidence that if you were to get, say, five hours sleep in the night, but then you took a nap of three hours during the day, you're still getting that eight hours um, throughout the day. But one thing you cannot do is you cannot catch up on sleep. Like we all, we all kind of tend to think you can't have six hours sleep one night and then just think, oh, do you know what? I'm going to sleep an extra four hours tomorrow and I'll catch up on my sleep throughout the week. It doesn't work like that. You get your seven to eight hours or nothing like you, you don't get that time back so ensuring that you're getting that seven to eight hours is really important so for example if i know that i'm getting up at seven already i know in order for me to get eight hours sleep i have to be in bed and by 11 trying to get to sleep right so it's very simple to work that out if you have to get up at six be in bed by 10 and that might seem like oh 10 really early to go to bed but it's so important for you like you're already getting up at six like there's no reason why your day needs to continue beyond 10 11 o'clock 12 o'clock there's no reason you're already getting up at six you've already got all of those hours throughout the day to do whatever it is you're doing with your day like please ensure that you are getting those hours in and enough hours in because it's so important I used to get like five six hours a night you know many years ago when I was working and this is probably around the time when I was depressed or struggling with anxiety I used to think that five six hours was fine I could get into bed have five six hours and I could bounce straight out of bed and in some some ways I could because you're a bit younger, your body kind of and your mind adjusts to it a bit better, but ultimately it's not good for you. So those seven to eight hours are really key. And then the second thing I wanted to touch on is blue light. Like we, we've kind of heard a lot about this recently, like what blue light is. And for those of you who don't know, blue light is the light that is given to us via things like our screens. So our phones, our laptops, our TVs. But blue light is also something that we our eyes take in throughout the day, right? And, and what blue light does is it signals to our brain that it is daytime and that we are awake. So it, it, it helps our brain create the chemicals. Um, I can't remember the name of them off the top of my head, but the chemicals that it creates to signal to the rest of our body that it's daytime and we need to stay awake. So when you're sitting on your phone in bed, for example, and you're lying there and you're just, you're trying to get to sleep and you're sitting there scrolling on your phone, all you're doing is you're telling your brain to stay awake. You're not helping yourself get to sleep. You're sending signals to your brain that it is daytime and that the blue light that is going in is telling you to stay awake. So you're actually making your brain more active instead of winding down. So one thing that's been really important for me is to limit the amount of screen time I have at least an hour before I go to bed. And what I mean by that is I will switch off the notifications on my phone. So I use the screen time, um, no, sorry, the downtime app on my iPhone to, to make sure that all of my notifications switch off at 10. Um, I don't go near my laptop after I've pretty much finished work anyway so I'm not on my laptop beyond sort of 7 p.m and I try not to watch tv or recently I've been playing a lot of playstation beyond say 10 10 30 so I know that I give myself at least an hour where I'm not on a screen and my mind and my my body is not taking in that blue light from a screen so that my body and my mind can begin to unwind for the evening so those two things there in terms of getting seven to eight hours sleep and no screens at least an hour before I go to bed are pretty much non-negotiable for me in terms of improving the quality of my sleep, but also just improving sleep in general. Um, and then, you know, folding out from that in a way, there's two things that I do within that hour that I've created where I'm not on my screens. 
two things that I do which are really key for me in terms of, of, of my nighttime routine as it were and one of those is to read um, so I read for about 30 minutes every night and that's because I find that when I'm reading my mind is fully present to what it is that I'm reading right and what I'm allowing myself to do is I'm, I'm allowing my brain to step away from the thinking mind the thinking of the day you know all of the stuff that I could be doing tomorrow and I just focus on the black and white you know text on my page and I'm reading again don't use a kindle if you're going to read at night right try and use a physical book so the reason I do that is because it allows my mind to kind of start unwinding, start switching off, start that process of disconnecting from the world and start just being a little bit more present with what we're doing before we go to bed. Um, generally, I try to just read a few pages of my book, maybe or try and read a chapter or whatever. It takes me up to about 30 minutes in general, which I find is really helpful. And then what I do once I've done my reading, I then um, sit and I meditate for 10 to 20 minutes. And this is the kind of final uh decompressing as it were from the day so this is the time that i take to just sit and be with myself again it's helping my my mind and my body unwind from the thinking mind and just be focusing on my breath be really present and it allows me to allow my body and my mind to slow down and unwind so that when i get into bed i am in a really great prime state to start sleeping and like i said i've never really had too much trouble falling asleep straight away but this you know, these four things, the seven to eight hours of sleep, the no screens, reading for 30 minutes, meditating for 10 to 20 minutes, have really helped improve my quality of sleep. Like, I can't tell you how much. And I wake up in the morning and I'm ready to go. Like, you know, don't get me wrong, I still snooze, but I'm ready to go with whatever I'm starting my day with, which is generally some kind of exercise or stretching or whatever. But the nighttime routine I have is as important is as important as my morning routine and a lot of you would have heard me banging on about morning routines a lot but that nighttime routine is as important it's almost the start of my morning routine if that makes sense like if I don't do those four things in the evening like it already affects my morning routine so they're really important so they're just the four things for me that are really that really helpful but I wanted to touch on a few other things because there's loads of stuff out there that you can try right these are just the things that I've you know, through trial and error have found really work for me, but there's loads of things out there that you guys can also try. So a few of those things are like the client I mentioned at the beginning of the session, I recommended to him like if he's finding his mind's really active in the evening, one thing that could be really good for that is to journal. And now don't, you know, you don't have to write out, you know, what happened throughout your day or whatever. Like, and there's loads of different journals you can buy. There's like the, you know, the 90 day journals. There's all of these amazing things that you can try. But if you really just want a simple way of doing it, keep a pad and paper next to your bed and when you go to bed and you find that your mind is active, just write down everything that's on your mind, no matter what it is, no matter how silly, no matter how big, no matter how small, just write it all down, get it out of your mind and onto paper. And all that does is it helps dumps those thoughts into the physical world and take them out of your mind and allows your mind to kind of process them and get them out and start unwinding. Another thing to look into is red or amber light. And this is something that I'm going to take on board really soon is I'm going to buy myself an amber lamp. And what that does is... It does the opposite of what blue light does, right? So blue light sends the signals to our mind that it's daytime and that we have to be awake and active. Red light does the opposite. It sends the signals to our brain that it's nighttime and that it's time to start unwinding. So the brain starts releasing the chemicals into the body to help us um, begin that process of unwinding from the day. So that's something to really look into. Uh, stretching 
is a really great way uh, to do things before bed. And I used to do this quite a lot. It's, it do like even 10, 15 minutes before you go to bed of stretching because it just helps you relax your mind and relax your body before you sleep again, priming yourself to sleep. Uh, another tip is to obviously listen to like relaxing sounds, music, whatever it may be. Really great ways to kind of help you with your sleep. So there's just a few more things that you can look into. Um, what I would say is I'd hi- highly recommend looking into the work of Matthew Walker, who's a kind of sleep expert. He's got loads of amazing tips. But generally, there's loads of great stuff out on, on the Internet that you can look up Google and just run a search on some things, some tips. But the one thing I would say is that keep the seven to eight hours and the no screens as non-negotiables. And then the other things you can play around with, have some fun with it, you know, find things that work for you. And it's important to find the things that really do work for you because at the end of the day it's it's your routine right that you have to find the things that fit into your day you could even use that time to you know do some that hour before bed for example to do some writing if you're if you're planning on doing some writing you can use that time to just do something that isn't attached to you being on a screen right something physical um which can help your mind sort of unwind and start that process of getting your mind and your body primed for sleeping Um, So I hope that this episode has kind of been helpful for you. If you do have any more questions that you want to ask about sleep, then as always, you can hit me up on Instagram at IamAlexManzi. I'm always happy to, you know, send some more suggestions or to reply to your questions or answer anything that you guys want to send to me. And if you know someone who you think would really benefit from hearing this episode, then be sure to send them the link because it's really important that we continue to spread the positive vibes and messages of episodes like this. You know, I started this podcast to help inspire a positive change and you can also be a part of that by sharing the love. So thank you for listening and I will see you for the next episode. This podcast is produced by Unedited.